you can learn stress resilience. You can put in place some incredible tools, tactics. You can even add supplementation that will improve your ability to deal with the stress that you have. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer Podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Happy New Year! Welcome to the OYMB podcast. Today is just me, me introducing you to 2023. What an exciting year ahead. So on this podcast, we're going to discuss some great things like goal setting, direction setting, making sure that you have a strong foundation before you make any of those things, um, setting an intention and visualization for the year, and the things that are really going to help you make sure that 2023 is your best ever year. Let's make 2023 our best ever year. Why not? I want to do that. You know, um, I posted multiple times in December and I was talking about this wonderful journey of um, of building a business. Of course, there's, there's kind of like two parts to what I do here. There's the part of being the product, um, which is, you know, showing up on podcasts and being a part of content and in the community. And meanwhile, researching and learning and developing my craft and spending lots of time listening to podcasts on trauma, neuroscience, uh, behavior change, understanding what's happening in the world of alcohol, alcohol use disorder, addiction, um, and things like that, which is pretty much what I do every hour of my life um, when I'm not playing with my kids or when I'm not running the company. Um, and then there's the company aspect, which is, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulations of being a founder of a business um, eight years in now. Um, and he, wow, what a journey, what a journey um, it's it's been. If I look back at the journey, it's been um, incredibly challenging and um, I've had to learn and develop so much um, and still am and will, you know, continuing on. But as I sat in December and I was reflecting on where we were, where we'd turned the business to, which is to totally transform in reality the the business of One Year No Beer um, from a very much a struggling um, business which which had struggled really being completely honest with you had struggled to ever be able to make any kind of margin on a on a program which costs you know tens of tens of pounds or a few hundred pounds um, and in actual fact we could never make it work um, for years and years and years One Year No Beer had always been loss making. And that's a huge challenge, you know, that's like the tech business focus, right? It's just scale and try and grow as fast as we can and, and, and try and reach the skies. Um, and we sort of, well, I decided to focus on that model and trying to get awareness over everything else, growth for growth's sake. Um, but it created a very difficult environment in, internally and, um, you know, ultimately last year, um, we decided to pivot the company and um, we moved to focus more towards on complete control, um, which has been totally transformative for the business. 
Um, and, you know, I took all the learning, all of the understanding of how to help somebody uh, fundamentally change their relationship with alcohol. So to understand the prospect that in reality, um, our relationship with alcohol is just parts of our brain and neuroscience and trauma and all of those things. Um, like any addictive substance, you can take it or leave it, uh, depending on how you are as a human being. Um, and some of that is incredibly complex. You know, um, I completely understand that for many, many people who've had very severe relationships with alcohol, um, the idea of having a take it or leave it is just, you know, imaginary. And I can completely understand that after many failures and mistakes. And for many people, they believe that absolutely alcohol-free is the only way for them. And that's amazing. Like, it should be for all of us. Alcohol's so crap. It's so crap. Alcohol is just one of the worst drugs you can take. It's so bad for your physical health. It's so bad for your mental health. And yet it's unbelievably prevalent in society. And I think whilst it's so prevalent in society, I think that people are going to want to have it, unfortunately. Um, whilst it's so glamorized, marketed enormously, um, in huge social and peer pressure, I think as long as those things exist in this world, then people are going to want to consume what is a really shit drug. Uh, if I'm honest. Um, and I can't wait for the day that we have much better alternatives. You know, we're seeing that with the rise of alcohol-free drinks. Um, and it's not just alcohol-free drinks. I am particularly excited about functional drinks. Um, so Trip in the UK, big shout out to you guys. Um, Impossible Brew. Tr Trip is a CBD beer uh, aimed to help you reduce anxiety and feel calmer. Um, Impossible Brew is similarly aiming for sort of calmness and things like that. But, you know, we've got the energy drinks. We've got more, you know, I think losing inhibition is partly what people want to feel. I think they want to feel, get rid of the, the noisy brain and the anxiousness and calm that brain and feel at ease and just let go and, and then have fun and laugh and joy. And I think society, the way society is geared, which is that, you know, um, there's an enormous amount of stress on us. There's an enormous amount of fear and doubt and panic and pain and our upbringing is so bloody traumatic and yes it is everyone has trauma from their upbringing you know even if you can think of a very traumatic event or not we all experience trauma because it was in the eye of the beholder it was you as a child unable to understand the moment of what was going on it was your perception that created your trauma and the stuff I know now is that actually we, we live that stuff every day. Every day, many decisions we make are based on our perception of ourselves, which was created as part of our childhood and part of our past traumatic experiences. When I discovered that two, three years ago as part of a trauma uh, understanding program, I was just absolutely gobsmacked. Um, and that I knew then that we had to incorporate more of this um, into our programs. So anyway, um, getting back on to as long as society is the way it is, I think that people are going to struggle to uh, be able to self-modulate. And, you know, there's a there's a learning for that. There's a learning to be able to calm our nervous system down, have less stress in our lives, um, live a more calmer, balanced life that we don't feel like numbing out. And I think that's really important to learn those tools, learn those techniques, build in those habits and those routines 
that allow us to make um, things more manageable. But I still think that society is going to want to gather and celebrate and be together. And I think there'll be substances involved in that. I just think that alcohol is so shit. And I keep saying it, but it really, really is. Um, you're like, Ruri, why do you why do you ever drink then? And it's like, guys, it's because it's so prevalent in society. And I think as long as that's the case, people will want to consume um, alcohol. Now, not, that's not everyone. Amazing. If you've switched off to it, become alcohol-free, realize your life is so much better, you are awesome. You're living the best possible way. You're ahead of the curve. You are just stay on that. It's so fantastic. Um, keep going. And I think the key part for us as well in, in the, um, you know, the development of complete control. In, in the first instance, what we, what we discovered was that through literally tens of thousands of pounds, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds of research, and tens of thousands of people, we discovered that people are searching for control much earlier than they're looking for a break from alcohol. Okay, so if you think about that in the journey is that people are like, oh, God, I think I drank too much last night. Oh, I wish I really I just wish I didn't drink so much. I wish I could cut back. And I think that conversation happens way earlier in somebody's head before they get to the place where they're like, I'd really like to be alcohol free. Now, that's not everyone. Many people are like, I just want to be alcohol free. It's so much cooler. We're seeing that with um, whatever they're called. Gen Y's. Gen Z's, that's it, I'm Gen Y. No, I'm not, I'm, that's a millennial. I'm the one before, or whatever. Um, but I, I found out that my daughter's alpha. How cool is that? The, the new ones are alphas. Um, so where was I? Waffling as always, no. Um, so what we discovered was that people are looking for control so much earlier than they are looking for, or I, I've realized I need to stop drinking. And actually what we saw which I think has been a painful learning curve for us, um, is that there is this partly self-admittance for many people, is that, okay, I've got to a place I don't want to be, and now I'm going to have to stop drinking. So it's like this admittance of defeat. Um, and I, it, it's so the polar opposite of the truth. If you're alcohol-free right now, you know it's the opposite of that. It's like, hey, I decided to be alcohol-free and it's the best thing I ever did. Yes, it's the best thing I did for my life. It's the, I'm telling you now. So the key part here was the discovery for us that people are looking for control so much earlier. And so we started to focus some of our programs on helping people find control. But in my heart, in my brain, in my wisdom, in everything, well, the lack of wisdom, in everything that I did, I knew categorically that although people are searching for control, you will never, you may change me because some of the research now is changing. I'll come back onto that about moderation. But the 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 fastest way to get control is to take a break, right? You need to separate from the the matrix. You need to pluck yourself out. Now, this is really interesting. This was all about the challenges. So then we created some programs which basically encourage people to try and control their drinking. But all the way through that program said, the best way for you to be is alcohol-free and here's all the support. So we knew we could, we could get them thinking about changing their relationship with our alcohol so much earlier. Now, the reverse effect of this in the business was 
Come and sign up to Not Drinking. And I would speak to hundreds of people, and in our surveys, thousands of people, and they would say, oh, I was watching your ads on Facebook for two years before I signed up. Two years, guys. Two years of hangovers. Two years of pain. Two years of suffering. Two years of anxiety. Two years of I don't know how many fuck-ups. That breaks my heart. Like, two years... I'm like, I did a shit job marketing to you. Why didn't I get you two years ago instead of you watching and watching and watching? And this was the thing, the discovery. They're not ready to stop drinking. They're not ready to admit themselves that, that I, I, I think I can try and control it. I can try and reduce it. So this is why it was critical for us to create something earlier. We can help somebody two years earlier, avoid the pain. Maybe if we can get them to do the control program over 28 days and through the program we get them to see and have the confidence and the ability and the support and the understanding that not drinking is going to get them what they want faster, which is the truth. All of these programs do this. They would come in in 28 days and next minute they'd be not drinking and we'd have got them to go alcohol free two years earlier because of the program and the way it was set up. So... Sensible business decision. It's going to cost me much less in marketing. I mean, I have to market someone for two years and make huge losses before people sign up. I don't think that's what most people realize in One Year No Beer. Pretty much everyone who's ever signed up to One Year No Beer, yep, we made a loss. (laughs) It's a great business model. Or it was, thank you very much. Um, But getting, getting people in so much earlier, reduce all those costs, and transform someone's life so much earlier. So this was the push. This was the pivot to control. Um, And so our messaging changed about getting control and our programs changed to getting control. The same thing, truth, all the way through. You will get control the fastest by taking a break. And the longer you take that break, the easier it will be for you to have a relationship with it where you can take it or leave it. Now, I still believe that most people can have, can have a take it or leave it attitude to alcohol. I believe most people can have a take it or leave it attitude to an addictive substance like alcohol by working on some key things. And this is what we have invested all of our research and learning and development to put into our complete control program. I will caveat this. Don't switch off yet. Once again, The vast majority of the people going through complete control choose to continue to be alcohol-free after the program, okay? They're not suddenly like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely take it or leave and everything else because they understand everything I've just said. I know you want control. And here are all the reasons why you're unable to control your drinking right now. We've gone through this eight-week program. We've looked at the trauma. We've uncovered some pretty narky trauma that you didn't even realize because that's the incredible thing about the brain it switches off to this stuff it's running in your subconscious we've discovered that stress is through the roof in fact we've shown you in data right we've shown you in minute by minute whether your heart is in sympathetic or parasympathetic we've shown you in a graph that's like you cannot ignore this your body is not recovering your brain is not recovering your immune system is on overdrive and it's like that every day are you surprised you need to drink right? Stress. Think about trauma being the source of our relationship with alcohol because it's the source of addiction, right? 
trauma being the source of addiction, but stress being one of the train tracks that just drives the train, right? It really is. It lubricates that whole experience, stress. And so understanding stress in your life, but more importantly, okay, so what? We all have stressful lives. We do, right? And especially if you're a high achiever and high performer and things like that, you're out there to do big things in the world, you're going to have a lot of stress. Well, this level of stress is not what's key. What's key is your ability to be able to deal with it. And that you can improve. That you can develop. You can learn stress resilience. You can put in place some incredible tools, tactics. You can even add supplementation that will reduce your or improve your ability to deal with the stress that you have. So we're not here coaching people to say, right, the only way you're going to have a healthy relationship with alcohol is if you move to Tibet and spend all day meditating in a cave. Because that's not true. There are people in incredibly stressful high-pressure, successful roles who can totally take it or leave it. And one of them is currently talking in this microphone. And I know many, many, many others. And now I've helped, well, over 50, it'll be over 60, heading towards 100 people achieve the same through this program. Okay? So... Um, We were talking about stress. We were talking about trauma. Of course, there's lots of other things like key to this is habits and routines, Uh, your relationships, absolute massive driver, your sense of connection in society is absolutely key. That connection is who you're spending time with and um, your connection to other people, but also your connection to yourself. So These core factors are what we understand to be the core drivers of a poor relationship with alcohol. And if you go through a program like this, now, I just want to say, yes, absolutely, you can do this on your own. Ultimately, I figured this stuff out, right? And it's taken me years, hundreds of thousands of pounds of investing in almost, I mean, all kinds of therapy. You name it, (laughs) you name it. I've done it. Um, I've done hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of hours of, of therapy, read hundreds and hundreds of books, studied this stuff. I have learned what it is to take to change somebody's um, relationship with alcohol fundamentally and for good. So that is what we put together in our Complete Control program. I know I went off on one now. Um, I'm very excited about the program. I'm excited about how um, it is impacting people's lives. You know, this is people who've done One Year No Beer before. They've come on One Year No Beer's program and they stopped drinking for a while and then they found that drinking crept back in again, right? And that's the problem. If you don't address the underlying behaviors, it will always return. it's, 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 It's like just putting a plaster on, on, on some kind of inherent disease. It's not going to change anything. We have to treat the underlying causes. And I almost guarantee you that almost all of you have no idea what those causes were, are. Yes, you can find them out. Go and do the work. Um, go and do the work on your trauma. Find an excellent trauma therapist. Work on stress and stress resilience. Um, work on meaning and purpose and the sense of that in your life. 
find good connection and build good solid connections for you especially people who are like you in similar roles going through life similar to you but are living how you want to live um yes build change your relationships so that they're empowered powerful relationships that's uh, that are supportive okay yeah go absolutely if you want helps with part of that you know we can we can guide you on some of that but if you want to get it done in the shortest time frame possible and just be like yes i'm going to get this done then come and check out Complete Control. It's on oneyearnobeer.com, Complete Control. It's an incredible program. We are really starting to grow this now. I see this as a sort of, it's like a well, it's a preventative um, wellness-focused rehab. And rehab's the wrong word, right? Because um, there's all sorts of associations with that. We're, we're way more upstream than that. This is before all the horrible problems happened, before you hit, hit reach rock bottom. There's no time out. You do it while you're at work. Um, it's, it's integrated into your day. It's designed for very busy professionals. It's extreme accountability. You cannot not apply yourself to this program. We don't let you. We're tracking you. We're monitoring you moment by moment with wearable devices. Right. It is big brother. And so we've designed this incredible program that is much cheaper than rehab, that is not as, um, um, you know, taking away from your uh, invasive in your life, taking away from your life, um, and that has far better outcomes than the majority of what rehab is showing out there from percentages. Um, our our co- cohorts at the moment are running at 90% NPS net promoter score. Have a look at net promoter score, right? Some of the greatest companies in the world don't even get to a 90% NPS. That's off the charts. Excellence is what our people describe it as. Okay, that's enough of that. I went into one. Um, I'm super proud of it. And um, yeah, we're going to get it out to the world in a big way. Um, and I'm excited uh, to start working with health insurers, um, working with corporates, and um, to really scale this program, because uh, I know it's going to impact a lot of lives. Um, okay, so I said I promised I was going to get on to um, some key stuff about this year, about building goals and things like that. Let's start with goals, because I know some of you do, some of you don't, some of you pretend to. Goals are absolutely critical. Not having goals is just sailing around in, in, a, in no direction. And so please use this podcast for a minute to think about who you want to be next year, Right. What are, you, what are you going to be doing? What are you going to be achieving? And try and set yourself some solid goals. It's a great time of year to be thinking and reflecting on that. When you look at your goals, right, think about chunking down in a big way on one, right? So if you've got an, an exercise goal or a fitness goal or a lose weight goal or to, you know, change your relationship with alcohol for good goal, go all in on it. What does it look like to go all in? Like to be, I'm all in in a massive way in this. It's like, it's not even half-hearted. You need new kit. Certainly if you're going to exercise at this time of year, get new kit. Who the hell wants to dust off crappy old dusty kit and go around in worn shoes? No, treat yourself to shiny stuff. You're actually more excited about putting on the shiny stuff than you are going for the run. So get yourself some new kit. That's a great way to, to kick off a new hobby. We're in January sales now. This stuff will be cheaper. Get yourself some new kit and you'll be out there exercising. Order the device, order the fitness thing, the kettlebell, I love kettlebells, whatever it is for you. Go all in on your goal, make it happen. 
The second thing is, right, in, in tracking this, right, I love the Habit Tracker. We actually produce the Habit Tracker. Um, if you listen to this and you want the Habit Tracker, email us, give us the Habit Tracker, or just look back through your emails and you'll see our Habit Tracker. Print that up on the wall, write your little habit in there, and remember two rules, okay? Rule number one, never miss two days. Never miss two days. Okay. Rule number one, never miss two days. Rule number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight is never miss three days, never miss four days. That's it. That covers you the weekend and it covers you any breaks, right? So if you break that first one, you've still got the other two to catch you. In other words, it really doesn't matter. Just get back on as soon as you can. Next thing, tiny habit. Make it the smallest possible thing you can do just to tick the box. You want to tick the box, okay? Meditation on the habit tracker at its minimum is just one breath. Do one with me now. Okay. We just meditated and we did breath work at the same time. Tick, tick, thanks. And you're listening to a podcast. You are smashing your habits. The thing is, with um, Professor B.J. Fogg, Stanford University, Tiny Habits book, it's more important for you to create the habit than it is for you to do the volume and the depth and the distance and everything else, right? And having a system for the habit is often the best way. But at its principle, shrink it down to the tiniest possible thing, and you're much more likely to do it. And over time, by building this little thing, you're going to have more than one breath. I mean, I said take a breath, and we did two. Well, I did two. Um, and if you're one behind me, you can do it now while you're listening. Go. So, um, or do another one. Just keep doing some breaths. Yeah. See, when you're doing one, you want to do more. You're awesome. Now, um, so we got the breaths. Um, oh, not that. We've got the habit tracker, which is really key. Ticking these habits off going into the new year. You're going to become a habit creation machine. The next thing that's key with this little um, fog behavior change model is to link it to something, right? So why not link it to something is, is the prompt. So why not link a behavior to brushing your teeth? The thing about brushing your teeth is... Okay, do you most likely brush your teeth at the same place every single day, unless you do some travel, right? But you most likely brush in the same mirror, looking at yourself. Now that is amongst the most prized real estate in your house, okay? You are looking at yourself in the eyes. Now isn't that a moment to give yourself some support, right? Give yourself some self-compassion, be supportive to yourself, Uh, maybe talk about your goals, right? And this is where I put my affirmations. I put my goals and I put my affirmations right there when I'm brushing my teeth. And I read them out and I try and visualize some of them while I'm going through brushing my teeth. It's the best real estate in your house. You're combining a whole bunch of power there right in one moment linked to a behavior of brushing your teeth. So what does that mean? That means that you need to remind yourself as soon as you finish this podcast or when you can, to go and write down some affirmations, write down the goals that you've got, print them out nice and big. I usually put them on like a, um, an A4, turn it landscape, print them out nice and big, stick that up in the mirror nice and big. Wife moans, but I love it. It's my, um, it's my perfect real estate in there that drives who I want to be, how I'm behaving and what I'm trying to achieve. That alone is going to serve you in a big way. Now, how are we going to make an agreement together right now that you're going to go and do that? Right. So how about 
here's what I want from you. If you're in one year, no beer, I want a picture um, or some kind of proof. So um, hop into the challenges group, hop into connect wherever you are. And um, let's see your, your, I don't know, your toothbrushing picture or the place where you decided to put your habit. That's what I want to see. Take a picture or your goal or anything like that just to prove that you've been listening and that you have taken action. That's one of the big differentiators between the people who will be successful and the people who are not is the people who take action. So you're one of them. I know you are. You're going to take action on this. Okay, so we talked about goals. We talked about affirmations. We talked about creating habits, shrinking them down, making them super easy. This is going to be an incredible year. Amazing. Oh, I want to add on one more thing. And that's that Professor BJ Fogg is very firm about the fact that we change behavior by feeling good, not by feeling bad. I'd like that set in stone in your head, okay? The thing about it is, is that when we try and change our relationship with alcohol, we just make ourselves feel shit. I see this all the time. Oh, I slipped up. I'm useless. I'm pathetic. I'm blah, blah. Do you understand that that rhetoric is what's keeping you stuck, right? We change behavior by feeling good, not by lambasting ourselves, not through blame, not through anything else. The simple fact is, right, if this is new to you, changing a relationship with alcohol and this podcast, welcome to us, you are on a journey to change your relationship with alcohol. It's going to be like my business, up, down, in, out, shake it all about and who knows what's happening tomorrow, right? But you're committed to the long-term goal of changing your relationship with alcohol. And so a slip up or a mistake and these things like that, those are often part of the journey of discovery, of you solidifying to yourself what is right for you. So all the way through, have compassion, have understanding, and the most importantly is that you must celebrate your wins in a big way. So every time you read those affirmations and goals on your brushing teeth, blah, 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 brush teeth, read affirmation, read goal, you're going to go, yes, I feel amazing, I'm awesome. (laughs) That's what you're going to do. And you're going to do that in the mirror. And you might feel slightly stupid in the beginning, but you know that the more you make yourself feel good, the more likely you are to do that habit again. You are now a goal-setting, affirmation-running, habit-creating machine, and we've only just started 2023. I'm so pumped for you. Super pumped. And I'm going to see your picture in the community, and I can't wait to see it. Tag the hell out of me, um, because I'm going to be so proud of you for taking action. I love action takers. It's awesome. Right. I think this podcast was supposed to be 10 minutes long. We're now 30 minutes long. I think you've had enough of me. I hope that was helpful. It's New Year, guys. We're going into another new year. I'm so, I am so excited for my 2023. I'm so excited for my health, my family. I'm really excited for One Year No Beer. It's been an incredibly tough journey. I want to be hugely grateful and thankful to you, whoever has been here along with me a long way. If you've been listening a long time, if you've been supporting us all the way through this, what has been a very bumpy journey, I love you and I'm so grateful to you for your continued support and the support in the communities and the amazingness that you that you give to this incredible organization. And I tell you what, we are off to something amazing. 2023 is going to be so exciting um, for what One Year No Beer can achieve. And suddenly all of the future is looking very, very bright for us again. So yeah, um, watch this space as we develop. I will say, you know, one thing I want to mention, and, and I think people are like, oh, well, you're going down one route. This is really important to me. My vision has not changed, okay? I still want to impact millions, if not billions, of lives. I believe 
two things. First of all, I believe that prevention should always swim upwards. And part of that was the pivot towards control and helping people controlling their drinking. And the second thing is to help people much, much earlier in their journey when they're getting awareness. And all of the time, even though I've built this new product and we are focusing on complete control and that's what we're growing right now, what we're trying to do here is impact the majority of people. And this complete control enables us to start building these other products again. I can't wait to be able to develop more technology. And I think that technology will play a very big part in helping the world change its relationship with alcohol. Because when you can show people in absolute data, as we are in quite an expensive way on complete control, but when that's available to everybody, I just know people are going to stop drinking earlier. I know that is going to happen. And that's where we're trying to go. So, I know my heart is in the right place. I know my head is in the right place. I know we're going in the right direction. We're here to impact millions of lives by helping the world change their relationship with alcohol. And we will provide products and services to everyone across the market who is thinking about changing their relationship with alcohol and ultimately helping them get awareness, the truth of their relationship with alcohol earlier will enact change. That's what we want to do. And that is what we're doing. And you being part of a One Year No Beer in any way, listening to this podcast, sharing it, uh, talking about One Year No Beer, telling your friends, um, doing a challenge, um, upgrading your challenge, um, taking coaching, joining us in Challenge Plus and joining the group coaching program, which is incredible value. You know, it's it costs us 10 grand a month to run that program and it's £48.50 for you. It's the best value coaching you could possibly ask for. We have incredible one-to-one coaching. And of course, if you decide to join us in complete control and check out our what is an incredible world-class, pretty revolutionary program in helping people change their behavior around alcohol. So um, thank you for all of your support. Thank you for supporting us in 2022. And I hope to continue supporting you in 2023. Oh, and I just want to say this podcast is going up a few notches. Um, So thanks for being a long-term listener. We are now able to focus on really improving this podcast and you're going to see some exciting changes going forward. I think you're going to see, you're going to see exciting changes rapidly throughout what we do in our product, in our programs, in how we show up in our communities. Um, Yeah, it's getting exciting again. Anyway, that's enough for me. Thanks for your support as always and look after you. Have an amazing 2023. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below. 